0: Sometimes it feels like business is a grind. Marketing is a hamster wheel you're stuck on. And even though you started your business for more time and more freedom and more joy, it's kind of getting hard to find it. That's why we've got Lorraine here. She's going to tell us a little bit about herself, why
1: this concept matters to her and why it should matter to you. Lorraine, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, Shauna, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad I'm here. Um... So yeah, why why should it matter? Why does it matter? Well, because we've only got one life, right? And we only have one opportunity to make it right. And it was, it took me a long time to figure it out because we just think that we have this ever, ever ending, never ending life. And um, we have all the time in the world when in fact that is, Not the case at all. And it couldn't be farther from the truth. And it took me a long time to realize it. And ironically, it happened in 2020 when everything changed. And I realized Mm -hmm. I'm working my tail off and I'm not happy. And I thought I was doing what I loved and I'm not happy. So it brought me to where I am today in the teaching, speaking, podcasting world. And now I get to help you figure out what it is that you love to do, what you're passionate about, what you're good at, and what lights your soul on fire so that ultimately you can live a happy life. That's what I, I love was. that. I
0: love it. Love it. Now I have to say though, so you remind me of a word, ikigai. Is this like, is this like the the thing, like this ik- ikigai, right? Like the where where your passions meet up with what you're good at, with which meets up with uh, how you can better the world and earn money and all that jazz. Is that is that like the world you live in?
1: Yeah, I mean that that really sounds like it. <laughs>
0: so if 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 you haven't heard of ikigai, if you haven't d- dove into it, you absolutely should, Lorraine. I think you I haven't.
1: This is new to me.
0: Oh, it'll light you up you'll, you'll be buzzing. You'll be going, yes, now I need to shout about this, which is always exciting. Um, if anybody watching hasn't heard of it, you definitely want to look it up. It's a very easy concept with overlapping. It's a Venn diagram guys. Like it's,
1: oh yes, it's beautiful.
0: Um, (laughs) so definitely dive into that. But I mean, as you said, it didn't, you didn't come from a place where life felt great Mm. and you were able to navigate your life, your business, the world around you, you've made some pretty big moves in order to really embrace what it means to be happy in the now with Mm -hmm. what you have and create from that
1: joy, just joy. Can you tell me more about that? Yeah, for sure. So it really shifted, like I said, in 2020, when I started to realize this isn't what I thought it was going to be. This isn't what I thought I was going to be doing forever. And I wasn't finding that fulfillment. And what really shifted for me was when you step out of self and you stop looking to fulfill self and really come at it from a servant mentality. And so when I took myself out of the picture and I thought about what can I do to help others, That's when I started really making, getting the traction and figuring it out. And then realizing that I have a gift and that I wasn't given this gift for no reason. I was given this gift to help others, to help the world be a better place. You know, it's that um, what's that rain, that TV show reading rainbow. I'm dating myself. (laughs) That's okay. I got it. As soon as you did this, I was like reading rainbow. We know we are here. I'm here for this. You know, we were everyone wants to live in a peaceful mm-hmm. you know a world that everyone's working intrinsically together and its homeostasis and you know utopia um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. we all want it we all crave it i don't care who you are where you're from we all crave peace joy and happiness and we all are chasing after it it's just we get there differently and so how i arrived here was mm-hmm. through my own Healing, if you will, through my own journey and how I how I got there, how I found it. And it comes with finding it intrinsically and not, not chasing the things of the world, the material things, not chasing the fleeting things that if it were gone, well, there goes your happiness with it, right? So finding it internally, what makes you tick? What makes you happy? What brings you joy? And then hanging on to that, but also... Um, in tandem is figuring out your gifting and really what you were created to do and bring to the world and do it. I love, I love how simple it sounds, right? Just do it. Yeah. Do the thing. It
0: always sounds so simple, but there's, but there's science behind it, right? There's science behind where you're coming from. And it's not as easy as it seems like we're not here to tout some sort of misinformation about it's as easy as checking a box because it's not right you have to do the inner work and you have to come to a place where you can actually tap into the science of happiness yeah and one of the words that you used in a previous conversation of ours was uh positive psychology the power of positive psychology can we talk about that because you know that
1: i want to geek out about psychology (laughs) yes so um traditionally we focus on um what we're doing wrong or what what isn't working and you know traditionally we focus on that and we try to fix what's wrong whereas with positive psychology we focus in on your strengths we focus in on what you are doing right because you can grow that now yes if it is something that you're doing wrong like eating unhealthy you can fix that right and you can make that better but sometimes there's certain qualities or aspects where it doesn't matter how hard you try. It's not going to get better. And by focusing on that negative, it just creates a cycle of that negativity. And then you get down on yourself. And, and then you start having the negative thoughts and the, and the negative patterns. And then also, what you focus on grows. So if you're focusing on the negative, you're only going to see the negative, And the negative is only going to get worse, right? So with positive psychology... We focus on what you're good at, what you do well, and then we enhance that and we use that. We play that card. We play that strength card and see what can we do to fit that into your life? Um, how can we grow it? And we focus on the wins. And when you oh, focus on the wins, just like I said, where energy goes, it flows and it grows, right? Right. Absolutely. I
0: actually have a really great analogy for this that somebody told me and I can't recall who it was who told me. So thank you, whomever you are, um, <laughs> wherever you are <laughs> wherever you are in this world. Thank you for giving. Cause every time I think about this, it's, it makes the most sense
1: mm.
0: and I'm okay. And let me disclaim this with, I am not a skier. I do not ski, but I, I understand the concept. So I know that you will understand the concept. Let's say you're skiing down a hill. And you're looking to avoid the trees because you don't want to hit a tree. If you focus on the tree, you're probably going to hit the tree. But if you focus on the gaps in the tree, you'll be able to find them and avoid the trees. Yeah. And this is just a really great example of focusing on the good, focusing on the positives will help guide you toward more positives. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's really just about those navigational beacons. Yeah. 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 100%. 100%. And that's, that's basically, um, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm switching gears in with my coaching. I'm kind of restructuring it and framing it with the same bones, but I'm kind of tweaking it and changing things. But with my original framework, you know, we focus on that and the positive psychology. Um, and, what you focus on. And I talk a lot about, so more science, I talk a lot about um, the subconscious mind and the power of your subconscious mind. Uh, I do a a workshop on it solely on, on rewiring and reprogramming your subconscious mind because so often I find that we're in life, you are where you are because of your past because of past decisions that you've made, but also thought patterns and, um, your belief system has taken you to where you are today. And so if it's not serving you, then we need to fix that. Then we need to change it. Then we need to rewire it. We need to relearn it. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it to shame or condemn anyone, but honestly take a Take a look at where you are in life and has it served you? Are you where you're at? Is it where you want to be? And if not, let's change it because you have the power to change it. And you don't have to you don't have to pay thousands of dollars and do all this crazy stuff. It's all right here. It's all in your head. You just have to find the right coach, the right tools, and you can do it. You have the power to do it.
0: And I love that you say um like I'm hearing you say that you know we can change our circumstances based on our past choices and the way that we we are thought processes and all that jazz. And I like that you said, you know, it's not about shame because truly in most circumstances these thought processes and choices were heavily influenced by circumstances, culture and conditioning, how you were trained to think. It's not about you and this is I think this is probably in my humble opinion one of the first most profound steps that you can take towards uh, self-actualization and kind of getting into that place where you can start to recognize the good, even when things feel bad, is to understand that that is not you. Mm -hmm. That is kind of what you have been uh, exposed to, how you've been conditioned, the way your brain has been wired, likely since birth. Mm -hmm. And you didn't necessarily get to choose all that. Mm-hmm. A lot yeah. of that is reactive as a human in survival mode. Yep. No matter whether you had a great life or not, there are going to be little triggers where you've been conditioned throughout your life, especially, I mean, if you go for uh, toxic masculinity, men are conditioned all the time. Be a man, man up. Don't cry. Right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah. and that's that's not you necessarily, yeah. but it is a way that you've been conditioned and something that you can actively, if you are aware you can decondition yourself and same right. with women are we we're constantly sit down be quiet keep your thoughts to yourself don't speak up women are calm and quiet they sit still listen i don't know how to sit still I, but it was but it was conditioned in me so then i just okay feels icky though i like to gesture i like to move when i come into a room i like to say hello like it's fun i like to dance So I, I had to actively decondition myself to make it okay for me to be silly because girls aren't supposed to be silly. Don't you know? Yeah. So I just wanted to reaffirm that even if it feels like a space where you're like, I've made these bad choices. I'm in this bad city. It's me. It's me. First step is to separate that and start thinking more about what you can do to be the person you want to be.
1: Yes. Step into that. Yes, Absolutely. Um, a lot extreme. of times we you do have to disassociate that, and that's like one of the first things is it, it's not it's not necessarily your fault. Like take ownership, take responsibility for um, where you are because you do have a choice. Um, so think of it more of empowerment you're empowering yourself because you can change this you can make a choice and take ownership of what you've done and how you've gotten here but disassociate and also know that some of these thought patterns were like you said you know wired in you but now you can change it so let's let's move forward where we want to go start looking where we want to go and what do we need to do to get there
0: I love that. And it's so, and it really is. It truly is empowering to be able to, to step into that mindset. And, and speaking about that, you have a really interesting perspective on how you can cultivate clarity. Because yeah. that's, that's a part of the game. So can we talk about that for a minute?
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, with me personally, and um, what I have found to be a game changer is cultivating that clarity with sobriety. And so coming from, um, I don't want to say an addiction because I wasn't an alcoholic in the sense of the word of when I woke up, I had to have a drink. I couldn't function without a drink. I had to drink every day. There was times where I would, I could go days, I could go weeks without drinking. Um, and it wouldn't, it, it didn't have a hold on me like that, but, I was using it for the wrong reasons and I was using it to mask something that I was never, that I never processed. I was using it to mask trauma that I never processed and I was using it to escape. So this whole concept of cultivating clarity, um, came to me in sobriety. And when I realized that when I was operating sober all the time, um, I mean, free from any any uh, substance. So drugs, alcohol, anything that would alter my mind in any way, I totally abstained from. And in that, coupled with healing, coupled with, you know, personal development, it's like I tapped into a whole new universe. And I saw things, you have a level of clarity and you see things differently and it's like, I, it's so crazy. Like you can just remove yourself from a situation and look at it from a whole nother perspective of, okay, this is happening. Okay. I used to react in this way. And what would be a better way for me to respond rather than react and different. Your My thoughts were so much clearer and I was opening my mind to new business ventures. And it just, Having a sober mind, I mean, it says biblically that we are supposed to be sober because, you know, the devil is walking around looking for people to devour. And if you're not in your right mind, if you can't think clearly, you know, you're going to fall. You're going to stumble. You're going to fall into temptation. You're going to get, you know. Think about like when you're if you're out and about and you're drunk or you're inebriated or whatever and someone comes up to you, you're not going to be able to fight back. Right. I can think of so many reasons and scenarios of why we should be sober other than yeah. the fact that you operate at your highest level when you're in a sober mind. You see things differently and clearly.
0: And I think that's actually a really key thing when, when you're considering. I mean, it's not always a fight right? Sometimes it's just a situation where you need to make the best choice for yourself. And when you are in a, a clear mind space, yeah, when you've been able to heal and you've you've rid yourself of a, a lot of these, I mean, I'm not going to say that I don't have a glass of wine every once in a while, of course I do, but it's also not needed. It's also right. for the right reasons. So being right. intentional about your choices. So right. Clearing that headspace allows you to make those right choices for yourself, achieves a sense of clarity in all aspects, biologically, business-wise, life-wise, relationally. That's a pretty big reason to think a little bit more critically about what you're putting into your body. And that includes, that includes things like scrolling on your phone. Mm-hmm. That includes things like wh- wh- any, anything, anything, anything you can consume. You could yeah. potentially, it could potentially cause harm if you're not being
1: intentional. 100%. 100%.
0: That's why I always say you're never not marketing.
1: Yeah. Because you're also never not being marketed to. 100%. And you need to be aware. Yeah. What are you digesting? Yeah. Yeah. It's that self-awareness that. I mean, it's such a buzzword, but it's so true. And it, if you are self-aware in one aspect, then you can be self-aware in all aspects. And something that I really am focusing on is what is it doing to me internally? Everything, no matter what it is, scrolling, for instance, what is it doing to me internally? If I'm, um, am I wasting my time? How am I showing up? Am I paying attention to, well, there's people in front of me. Am I just, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What am I feeling? Am I getting angry when I see something? Does something make me sad, depressed? Like all of those things, I'm I'm super intentional of what is it doing to me internally? Because again, going back to your subconscious mind, your mind takes in everything, every incident, every memory, every, everything that has ever happened to you by the age of 21, your brain will have taken in. I think it's over, it's over either 10 times or hundred times, a hundred times. It's over a hundred times the amount of information in a cycle, in an encyclopedia by the age of 21, over a hundred times the information that's in an encyclopedia. It's all in your brain, and it stores it, and you don't realize it. Good, bad, and different, it stores it all, and that lives inside of you, and that manifests inside of you, good and bad. And if we don't address those bad ones, it lives, and it continues to grow. It's rotty roots, and it shows up in other aspects of your life.
0: More and more and more reason to turn inward and really reflect before you start projecting outward. Mm -hmm. So we've got this concept of cultivating clarity through sobriety in a variety of different ways. Of of really focusing on the positive aspects in life so that you can create happiness within and about yourself. And doing these things will help you to define and give out your God-given talent. That thing that makes you tick, that makes the world a better place. And this is full circle back to Ikigai that I mentioned in the beginning. And I just I, I want to sit there for a minute as, as we kind of close off here. Uh, do you have any final words that you want to say about about that space, about tapping into that and then sharing it with the world? Because if I'm being honest, I can't help but think of the child's story. Have you filled a bucket today? Because it says in that story that you cannot fill or you can you cannot fill your own bucket by taking from someone else's. It doesn't work Mm. when you take from someone else's. You also take from your own. Mm. But the magical part of it is that when you fill another person's bucket and their bucket holds all the good thoughts and feelings about themselves. You can tell I've read this book a few times to my kids. Um, But when you fill someone else's bucket, you fill your own bucket, too. Mm. And I just feel like that is a really good kind of idea thought to bring forth when you're talking about specifically bringing forth those intrinsic, um, uh, poten- tapping into your potential
1: yeah. and
0: really bringing forth what you were meant to bring forth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to get your, your wisdom, your expert wisdom on that before we sign off so that we can empower the people who are watching to take action and to move
1: forward. Okay. So my biggest thing is first and foremost, your past does not define you because I am not perfect. I am a work in progress. I've just tapped into my gifting and I realize it. And so it only excites me and drives me. And I want that. For you. And I understand that that can seem overwhelming. And some people don't resonate with that and don't want to change the world. And that's okay because everyone has a unique gifting. And when you tap into that unique gifting, you are operating in your superpower. And everyone has it. Everyone was uniquely created and has a unique gift to bring the world big, small, it doesn't even matter. Um, And so what I want to encourage you with is don't let your past stop you from your future because you were divinely created for a divine purpose and the world actually needs it. And by you not tapping into it and by you not operating in your gifting, you are blocking someone else's blessing. Not only that, You're not living in your superpower and you're not truly living in your highest potential in that joy and in that alignment. And I know you want that. Everybody wants that. That's so beautiful. And where can people get in touch with you? You can find me on Instagram and my tag or my handle is my name. So at Lorraine Michaels, and pretty much if you put my name into any social media, you'll find me at Lorraine Michaels.
0: I love that. That's perfect. All right, Lorraine, I'm I'm just floored because now I feel like I need to change the world. And I believe that you all can change the world too. I'm right behind Lorraine on this. I am here. I want you to raise your voice about the things that matter to you and to really make an impact because every pebble that you drop into the water makes a ripple. It impacts so much more than you know. With that, we have a lot of people just like Lorraine ready, lining up to have conversations here. So you want to join us, subscribe, follow so that you can catch every episode as they come out. There's at least one a week. Uh, with that, Lorraine, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank I you. appreciate you and we will see everybody else next time. <laughs>